recording with Matthew Lautner is what my phone tells me. All right. Joining me today from Western Illinois, a good old buddy by the name of Scott Campbell. Scott, how you been, buddy? Oh, doing okay, Matt. How about yourself? I can see daylight at the end of the tunnel. Been on the road since March 10th. I feel like my daughter Madeline has grown about two inches since I've been gone, but uh, darn sure had a very nice spring. I've seen a lot of good cattle, and at their micro level, as I told Mr. Chad Chaplin, I just feel this market coming at me like a like an avalanche. And if you saw how the sausage was made on those uh, Steve Martin pig interviews, you would be truly amazed at how professional and clean that audio comes through because there was five people in that second podcast last night and boy it got a little bit cluttered at times but i was really happy with the final product and uh darn sure looking forward to more interviews with the at the world pork expo with kevin mears running uh running the ship and i might come in and help him for one day anyways at des moines iowa see now it is what it is we're recording on the fly and so we're not going to be crystal clean but uh boy that that uh, Steve Martin, both those episodes yesterday, I know they won't get as many hits as the guy in the Caldwell and the Gensini and the uh, Popelka for that matter because we're kind of more of a cattle podcast. But these old pig, pod, pig, pig podcasts are getting me pretty fired up to go buy some hogs. Well, you need to go buy one or two and then plan on building about 10 more pins. Yeah. Um, Do you dabble? Oh yeah, yeah, my boys, my boys dabble. Oh yeah. We, you, you go out with a plan of buying, you know, three, four pigs, and the next thing you know, all of your pens are full, and you're building more. Mm-hmm. Well, we're gonna—I mean, we're we're gonna we're gonna treat it like a vacation. I don't need any sows. I'll promise you that. Oh no, 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 no! I'm I'm not getting any sows. That's there's mm-hmm. people that are very good at raising pigs, and we'll just buy them from them. Yeah, right. Uh, I, I misspoke a couple of episodes ago. I, I shouted out my boy Nick Smith that I went to college with, and he's a good friend. We've grown apart, but maybe someday we will be lovers again. But uh, my go-to pig guy in the year 2022 is definitely Justin Tibbetts of Mineral Point, Wisconsin. That guy can. That guy just does it right. He does it right way. Plus, he's a really good cattle uh customer he uh he's leased the bull comanche off of me this spring and guess what scott this is breaking news uh based off of uh justin tibbetts calves and then Corey allen's calves and a handful of other comanches that i got uh found through my travels i called up my buddy scott campbell from western illinois and i said scott you got all them charlotte cows you need to try this comanche bull and you know what Scott Campbell told me, Scott? I remember. He said, send it on. Bring it. We'll use it. Uh, yeah, Michelle sent it on Monday, I believe. We're always you looking bet. for a good red bull to use on those shark cows. I'm telling you. Unstoppable back on an MAB daughter that is out of MAB's mother. So you got to do some mental gymnastics to figure out that pedigree. But it works. Like That's probably the one that i'll go to uh on some of my farm visits is one that i want people to try on a on a semi cow i've seen him click real good obviously on a shark cow short horn influence cow that's that's a good bull but this is not an infomercial so let's get back to business scott give me a brief overview about uh 
I'll give you two options. Give me a brief overview about your history in the show. Deal. Grew up here in Little York, Illinois. Uh, graduated high school, went to Blackhawk East. Um, was actually on the judging team with one of your former guests, Andy Rash. Um, from there, went to Western Illinois University for just a little bit. Decided that uh, boys' school is sure a lot of fun, but uh, I was ready to go play in the show cattle game uh, for full time. And I went and worked for a handful of people. Um, Russ Sultan worked for him for a couple of years, and and I began the change. Whoa, 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 Did you say you worked Russ Sultan? I did. I did not know that. I, I love I, Russ. He's a good dude. Yeah, yeah. Still talk to him just every once in a while, but yeah. Yeah, actually cool. me and Andy Rash and Wes Jacobson and Brian Deddy all worked for him at the same time. Oh, um, whoa, 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 whoa. Did you say Brian Deddy? That's a I name did. I haven't heard in many years. That's a good old fella, too. You had an all-star team there if you had Andy Rash, Wes Jacobson, and Brian Deddy, and Scott Campbell. Golly, wow. My personal interaction with Russ Salton would be he was pretty tied in with that Ryan Coolers uh, for several years. I went to college with Ryan and lived with Ryan for a year or two. And we're going to do a show on Ryan eventually. Uh, just, just for those that don't know, Ryan, he was the one that owned the Lady Crystal or Crystal Lady Cow with, uh, with uh, John Sullivan and uh, Troy Paliak. Anyways, Ryan had a, a terrible accident whenever he was in college, uh, auto accident. And uh, anyways, he, he, he passed away a year or two ago. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of a somber deal, but uh, we're going to do a show in memory of Ryan here pretty quick. But uh, back to the Scott Campbell story. Uh, I apologize for interrupting you. You were around Russ Salton. Complete the, complete the biography. Oh, so after... After I decided it was time for me to come home, we uh, we had, you know, three generations working here on the family farm, and we were probably somewhere around three or 400 cows at that time, and um, I was able to take a cross-section of those cows and start breeding clubby, and, uh, you know, kind of got ate up with it and started yeah. trading quite a few. There was, there was a couple years that we traded 100, 150, maybe even a year we did 200 of them, and... Um, I, boy, I had a lot of fun, went to a lot of shows, met a lot of great people, uh, worked with some incredible families, um, learned as much or more from them than they ever did from me, uh, got, got to see some of the very best in the industry just work, and I would observe, and I'd watch, and i try to get better at what I was doing, and uh, here in the last couple of years, uh, honestly, last year, I don't know, I don't I didn't trade a single steer. Um, we've kind of focused more on our own cows and raising them ourselves. Kids are getting a little older, uh, eight, six, and two. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm home more than I ever have been. And, and I've just kind of found a little different balance in my life. I, uh, yeah. I think I've yeah. been to maybe two, three, four jackpot shows in the last couple of years. And mm -hmm. it's just, I've kind of changed my, my lifestyle and, and who I am. And I'm really enjoying that sounds, it. That sounds really fun to me. To not have to go to a hundred of them a year. Yeah. Uh, I will say this, uh, just, uh, as a point of reference and we'll attach the picture to the post, 
Scott Campbell was the one that raised uh, just last year the black, white sock, no guts, no glory monopoly that uh, Nellie and me sold to uh, Mr. Jim Young, along with the Colin Cook family. And uh, that steer was a grand champion at about a half a dozen shows reserved at the state state beef expo which would be considered their uh state fair and then went on to i think it was was he second in class in louisville he's uh dang good calf and uh as a point of reference also old scott campbell just leased uh no guts no glory clone off of uh, my wife through the office after we made a post a couple days ago i believe there's two no guts no glory clones coming to western illinois one to you and one to your neighbor but yeah. uh yeah can't can't say thank you enough for that uh that bull you know this isn't an infomercial but quickly uh those calves feed they feed and win so that's all that really matters so anyways uh finishing up uh on your on your interview scott uh what do you look for in the future in terms of what's your focus in the charlay deal if you're breeding a charlay bull what is the the bull of choice at this time or just tell a little bit more in depth about your cow herd in general uh, so we do have quite a few Charlay cows around. Um, I don't breed as many purebred as what I used to. Uh, if I am breeding a purebred bull, it's outsider or one of the outsider sons. That seems to be really what, what works in that thing. Uh, we're going to breed. We breed a lot of them clubby. Um, sure. It's Good. fairly easy for us to sell an orange or silver or smoky yep. colored steer. So um kind of get that extra shot of muscle and look and bone and power from those Charlay cows. And we've had good luck doing that. Oh, yeah. um, and then as another point of reference, uh, you raised either one or two of them Kephart bulls in the last handful of years, which, which bulls were they striking gold? Is that right? Striking gold in the boz. You bet. Yeah. And the both. pedigrees on those two bulls are what? Uh, they were both direct 0641 sons. One was an MAB and one was monopoly. I sometimes get a little bit ahead of myself, but I did have an conversation with Mr. Dean Kephart yesterday, and he said, I, I, hate to re I hate to release this until it's actually happening, but he said that him, Dean Kephart, and a little guy by the name of Mark Ray is go are going to come on to my podcast and uh, record a little more extended version and tell some good old stories. I mean, can you imagine the stories that are going to come out whenever Matt Lautner, Dean Kephart, and Mark Ray are around the campfire, Scott Campbell? That will be epic. It's going to be like like Stock Martin said. It's going to be epic. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I talk to Dean quite often, and you want to talk about a good old boy. They just don't come any better than that guy. And Oh, he oh. I accidentally started on just a little bit of that Joe Biden stuff, that FJB stuff, and uh, whoo! I, I kind of wished I hadn't because he went <laughs> off. He told me stories that I wished I wouldn't have heard, honestly. But anyways, uh, darn good fella. I do appreciate you coming on. We always like to start our new guest uh, a little bit shorter, and uh, as we build towards the future, uh, we'd like to have you back on for a more extended conversation with either Brad Hanowitz or Kevin Mears do the long form deal. We we know that you got the personality for this podcasting game and you're a darn good friend, so we want to have you on as much as you're available. Sounds good, Matt. Thanks. Thank you. Have a good day.